Hello everyone and welcome back to the No Shade Just Tea podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Before we start, let me remind everyone that you can follow me on Instagram at no shade underscore tea for some extra content, extra information and some motivation to get you through the week. In this episode, we are going to be talking about one of my favourite authors, Tara Westover, and her book Educated. If you're interested, stay tuned and remember, this is no shade, just tea. Anyone that knows me knows how much I love reading. Reading is one of my favourite things to do. I read books all the time and my favourite books tend to be memoirs. I love reading memoirs. I love reading about other people's stories and how they tell their own stories. And a year and a half ago, I read this memoir by Tara Westover. Now, for the people that don't know who she is, I'm going to give you a little bit of background information. She's a New York Times best-selling author, selling over 4 million copies worldwide. Her book was named one of the top 10 best books of 2018 by the New York Times and Time magazine chose her as one of the 100 most influential people of 2019. Her book is a memoir about her childhood and her escape from her abusive brother's influence in order to make a life for herself. Now there is a lot more that goes into her story which I'm going to be talking about in a bit. As I said, I read this book about a year ago, a year and a half ago, and I'm surprised to find myself thinking about it from time to time, even after all this time. It's a heartbreaking book and definitely not an easy read, but let me tell you, totally, totally worth it. The story that you're going to discover while reading this is just simply unbelievable and amazing. I'm going to give you a brief explanation about what her childhood was like. Her parents followed what it's called a survivalist lifestyle. What does this mean? It means that they didn't believe in public education, doctors and were suspicious about the federal government. They thought that the government was under the influence of the Illuminati. That meant that Tara never really attended school, she was homeschooled and her and her brothers were never ever taken to a doctor's office. Before we dive into her story a little bit more, I'm going to read a passage of her book so you can get a better idea of what her life was like growing up. On the highway below, the school bus rolls past without stopping. I am only seven but I understand that it is this fact more than any other that makes my family different. We don't go to school. Dad worries that the government will force us to go, but he can't because it doesn't know about us. Four of my parents' seven children don't have birth certificates. We have no medical records because we were born at home and have never seen a doctor or nurse. We have no school records because we've never set foot in a classroom. That more or less gives you an idea of what her childhood was like growing up. Most of the things that kids grow up knowing, she had no idea what it was like, like doctors and nurses and hospitals, even schools. 
And as she says, four of her siblings don't even have birth certificates, which means that in the eyes of the government, they don't exist like that, just plain and simple. Um, Now, in her book, she does mention that she got a birth certificate eventually, I think at the age of nine. I'm not going to read a lot more from the book because I think it's a story that everyone should discover, but I want everyone to think a little bit about what it means to never set foot in a classroom. That means not having general culture, not having general knowledge or even an idea about your country's history. Things that you know because you've seen them on TV or the knowledge that you have of certain historic events, even popular culture, it didn't exist for her or her siblings. She eventually decided to ask her dad time and time again to have the chance to go to school and as a teenager she decided to buy some books and teach herself some algebra and some grammar to pass the ACT exam and despite not having a high school diploma guess what she did? She got herself into Brigham Young University. She had to face new struggles of course There is a situation that she describes in the book and she's talked about it in many, many interviews where she was in class and she had to raise her hand in class to ask the teacher to basically explain what the word Holocaust meant because she didn't know. She had no idea that that had happened, which meant that a lot of her classmates thought that she was in denial, that like she was just denying that all of that happened. So just think about that for a second and just think how would you feel if you get yourself into university and then suddenly you basically don't know history, don't know anything that has happened in your country or any other country for that matter. But after all of that, she graduated with honours in 2008. Pretty impressive if you ask me. And she decided to make her own perception of the world by giving herself an education since the only perception she had was her dad's. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about this um, later on and I'm going to explain what I mean by this. But what I learned regarding education after reading Tara's story was that even if you find yourself in a difficult situation or you have a difficult situation going on in your life and like even if you're struggling or if your family doesn't really help you, you can always go out there, put in the word and start making changes leading you to reach whatever goals you might have. And education plays a massive part in all this. As I mentioned in my previous episode, I'm a student myself and have I ever thought about quitting university? A hundred percent. Will I ever? Probably not because I have that sense of how important education is and how it makes me a better person and how it makes me a better functional citizen in society in general. We need education. We need to make sure that all of our future generations have the knowledge and everything they need in order to succeed, to have their own ideas, to have their own perception of the world. But I think she's the one to put this into better words. This is what she said in an interview. I worry that education is becoming a stick that some people used to beat other people into submission 
or becoming something that people feel arrogant about. I think education is really just a process of self-discovery, of developing a sense of self and what you think. I think of it as this great mechanism of connecting and equalizing. I think she's totally right in what she says. We normally view education as an institution, but I think we need to start to understand that education is way more than that. It's a tool that is given to each one of us that helps us in order to have, again, our own ideas, opinions, perception of the world. I know I'm being a pain saying perception so many times, but your job, is not to sit in a classroom full of people, listen to what the teacher has to say and that's it. Your job as a student is to be proactive, to see further than what your teachers want you to see and take everything they say in class and then make your own judgment and start building your knowledge that then will lead you to your ideas, your hopes, your dreams and everything else. Without education, we're not going anywhere. Tara said that the perception she had of the world was her father's. Her ideas were her father's and she knew what her father wanted her to know and that's it. That's the only idea that she had. That's why she went into college without knowing what the Holocaust was. She was in a family that didn't believe in education. Her mom was a self-taught midwife. Her dad believed that the federal government was under the influence of the Illuminati. She didn't know what a hospital looks like. She never went to hospital and she didn't even have a birth certificate. So she didn't exist. She didn't know anything more than the four walls of her house. And that's it. And We need to start expanding our knowledge and view of the world. That's the only way you are going to have a clear idea of what the world looks like. Learn more about other cultures, read the news, read books, help your community, do more for other people, learn from other people and make sure that you are doing everything in your power to learn about the world we live in and that you're not putting any limits to yourself and your abilities. And if other people put limits then make sure that you're the one to break those, that you're the one to escape from those limits and you are the one that knows that you're limitless and that your abilities are beyond what anyone can say. Right, so now that I've talked about education and and I've rambled about education basically, And I'm sorry, but it is something that I really believe in and I'm really passionate about. But the second part of this episode, again, talking about Tara's story, is going to be related to family. You probably get the idea now, after everything I've told you about her, that she wasn't very lucky in that sense either. And I'm going to talk to you about some of the things she mentions in the book. And then I'm going to give you some peace of my mind. Now, as I said... Her parents lived a survivalist lifestyle. Her mother was a self-taught midwife and her dad, as well as the rest of her family, worked in a farm owned by her grandfather. They didn't believe in doctors, hospitals or anything of the sort. I know that I'm saying this a lot, but it's really, really important to keep that in mind, to kind of understand where she comes from and understand what her view is 
when everything is going on. There was an incident that Tyra describes in her book where she had an accident and as a result she injured herself pretty bad. But her parents didn't take her to the hospital or anything, um, so she just stayed at home and her mom was the one trying to heal the wound that she had on her leg. She gave an interview to NPR and she said the following, which made me think about this situation. So this is what she said. He just didn't have that bone in his head that said, this is dangerous, don't do this. And he had a really hard time understanding injuries even after they had happened and how severe they were. I just, I don't know what it was about the way his mind worked. He just wasn't able to do that. Think about being a child and think about when you're in the park, for example, and you're doing something and then your mom or your dad tells you, don't do that, you're going to fall, you're going to fall. And as a kid, what do you do? You do it and what happens next? You fall. Now, if you fall and you break a bone, your parents will probably start to freak out and you'll be in the ER within 10 minutes. Well, imagine having a car accident, having a massive injury on your leg and then just staying home waiting for your mom to try and figure out what to do with that wound and hoping and praying that nothing happens to your leg and then seeing that your dad just doesn't have that knowledge of what we're doing here is dangerous and this is not healthy and we shouldn't be doing this and Personally, I thought, you know, if that happens to me, I would just be furious. Like, why would your parents do that? But then you also have to keep in mind, she didn't know any different. That was her reality. She didn't know that other kids were safe and if something happened to them, they were going to bring them to the hospital or things like that. So if you put together the fact that her dad didn't have that perception of this is dangerous and that she didn't know any different, then that's it. That's what you're used to. So you're never going to have that mindset of like, I need to get out of here. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well, but... Another big part of this story is the physical and psychological abuse she suffered as a teenager. Her older brother, in the book under the pseudonym Sean abused her in ways I can't even begin to describe. It's it's heartbreaking. For many, many years, since she was 15 years old. When she told her parents, when she had the courage to tell her parents, she was studying at Cambridge University. So she must have been around maybe in her 20s. And she decided that she was ready and she was going to tell her parents what happened to her while she was a teenager. And her parents said that she was under the influence of Satan, that it wasn't true, that she was making everything up, that her brother, you know, that was not possible, that he did that to her, that the Illuminati had gotten to her, that she was going crazy and all these horrible things. Obviously that's heartbreaking to read and that's heartbreaking to even think about that something like that can happen to you for several years and then you decide to tell your parents and that's their reaction. But then again 
we also have to put things into perspective and think about what her parents thought about the world, what their idea was of the world in general and and what their idea of society was. Now, obviously, people that think that the federal government is under the influence of the Illuminati, you know, that's not normal, is it? And something that I found really, really interesting is her whole reaction to that situation. She gave an interview in Oprah's program. And if you know me, you know I love Oprah Winfrey. So she interviewed um, Tara and she asked about the moment she decided to leave her family and basically never look back. And this is what she said. You can love someone and still choose to say goodbye to them. You can miss a person every day and still be glad they're no longer in your life. And then she added, it's strange how you give the people you love so much power over you. Now I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about that last sentence. It's strange how you give the people you love so much power over you. Reading the entire book and reading so many interviews that she gave, I don't think I found a more powerful statement. It's strange how you give the people you love so much power over you. Obviously, she refers to her family, but you can apply this to any person that you love, your family, your friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is. And just thinking about everything that she went through as a child and she decided to just walk away because it wasn't healthy for her and it wasn't safe for her and just she just walked away and that's it and never looked back. But if you watch interviews of her, you'll see that she's not angry about whatever happened to her. She has come to terms with the fact that that was her situation growing up. That was what her parents' situation was like and what they were taught and then their parents before them. And that's it. And when she says, you know, you can love someone and still choose to say goodbye to them, like there is nothing more true than that. You can love someone so, so much. And then if you know that your future and your safety is in jeopardy, just turn around and walk away. And it doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you're looking out for yourself. And what I'm trying to say, giving you all this information, is we are taught, generally speaking, that we have to love our family unconditionally. And they're the ones that are going to be there no matter what. They're the ones that have the best intentions. But sometimes it's not like that at all. Now, I understand that obviously taking Tara's situation that's taken it too far, she didn't have a normal childhood or a normal family. But we need to think about that. Like sometimes family, the word family is not a synonym of unconditional love or unconditional support. Sometimes they're the opposite. Family can hurt you and family can be toxic just like friends can be toxic or relationships or marriage or whatever other kind of relationship you have with other people. It can be toxic and to see her strength, to see that even after everything that happened to her, 
it didn't make her hate her parents or her siblings. She simply walked away. It was a toxic, unhealthy environment to be in, so she decided to leave. But she decided to leave not with hate. She decided to leave because she knew it was the best thing for herself. And she decided that she was going to make a name and a life for herself. Even if her parents didn't provide that, she was going to make it happen. And she got into university, then she got into Harvard, Cambridge, got her PhD, wrote a book. There isn't a better story out there to show that you can walk away from any situation that is not healthy for you and you can come stronger to the other side, if that makes sense. Like, the grass is always greener on the other side. And as much as she loved her family and as much as she cared for them, she knew it was the best decision and she knew that it was the best for her. And I think that's a lesson for everyone to learn. And it was a lesson for me to learn after reading that book. Like, uh, enlightenment moment that I had. Is that no matter how much you love someone, if it's not healthy, if it's not good for you, if that person is not adding something to your life, if they don't have your best interest at heart, and again, it doesn't have to be family, it can be friends, colleagues at work, um, really like boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. If it's not healthy and he's not making you a better person, if that person is not adding anything to your life, walk away. If Tara could get through all of that and all of that pain, then anyone can do it. So I think that's one thing that I really, really loved about her story is just showing me that you can walk away. If something's not good for you, you just walk away. And even if you think you don't have the strength to get over it, I mean, not get over it, but if you don't think you have the strength to do it and make something out of it, either get an education or get a new job or moving out or breaking up with someone, whatever it is, eventually you'll find that strength to do whatever is best for you and whatever helps you the most. If there is something that I want you to take from this episode is that education is important because then education as well is going to help you make those choices in the long run of walking away and making sure that you're living your life for you. That was a very, very intense episode, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad that I let you guys in to a little bit of my thoughts and what goes through my head from time to time. Don't forget that you can follow me on Instagram at noshade underscore t. You have new episodes every Monday at 8 o'clock CET. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you next week. And remember, this is no shade, just tea.